appropriate. We're working on Memorial Day, just so you know, because we don't take breaks. Always, 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 always. Breaks, always. Got to keep pushing. What's up? You're listening to Public Announcement. I'm James Ellis. And I'm Chris Black. This week, we were blessed to have Lawrence Schlossman come to the studio and discuss a lot of different topics with us. Yeah, I feel changed as a result. Lawrence is a powerful force. Flex confirmed. On my favorite social media platform, twitter.com. You can follow him on his personal account or the much-loved Meme Factory, the Four Pins account. He is an expert on all things clothing-related and considers himself to be an expert on all things in general. I know about everything. So he had some um, direct opinions for us. Much, much like myself, he's able to give it to you straight. Yeah, I see why you're friends. Do you? I started to pick up on that. But I think the best part of Lawrence is that he was able to come in and kind of uh, help us out, you know, get get between the two of us and help translate for me. And then it was fun to have an intermediary. You know, I was kind of, I was kind of geared up. I was, you know, a little ready. He's got such a rough exterior. Huge, dude. But he was really, he was really nice about it. No. You know, he really presented it in a nice way, I think. So, so Grail.com is basically like it, it. Well, let me start. Again. You should know this by now. No, I do. I do. Uh, <laughs> We're in the elevator, dog. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Shit. Elon Musk. Okay. <laughs> Grail.com is a peer-to-peer community marketplace that I would best describe as a extremely highly curated eBay. Oh wow! Thank you. Oh, I know you love that industry talk. Oh, Cut God. the check, bitch. Turn up. So we wanted to start with you evaluating James's overall look and current outfit. What we have going on here, we have a Oxford cloth button down over an undershirt. We have faded-ish black gray jeans and then Chuck Taylors. This is a nondescript white art director downtown look. I'm the prototype. You're a guy who directs art. (laughs) And you probably know about the internet. For sure, right, and with computers in general. This is fantastic for your age. You're presumably... 56. <laughs> no. No, it's age appropriate. It's age appropriate. Unlike me, I'm 29. I'm wearing fucking Air Jordans, a fucking awesome hoodie, and frayed cropped jeans. I look like I'm 14 years old. But based on your personality in the 10 minutes we've been hanging out, you're a nondescript guy. It's an intentional situation here. The frames for you is like the probably the more important thing, the glasses. For both of you Very guys, much. actually, right? Yeah, probably. and you wear a few different pairs. So that's where your taste level comes into play. You're going to focus sure. on that. Let's say that Jay wanted advice from you on how to ramp up. I would say let, let's pop open that OCBD, that Oxford cloth button down, and let's get a cool graphic tee under there. Show off some of your personal interests, man. You know, have some allegiance. Get a fucking Brian Ferry t-shirt, dude. Listen, man, you can be nondescript or you can use the fit to tell the world about yourself in so many words, right? Nondescript or script. Exactly. I was interested in having you come over because I don't know you very well. We don't know each other at all. Yeah, but I've read some things. You know, I've read. <laughs> I sent some links, fam. I educate. <laughs> yeah, I took a peek. I'm out here. I'm out here. I educate. I crash down with that top down. Bossy how I ride round. Mommy in that time Ford. Poppy in that time brown. Rick Owens, Rab Simmons. Rick, some Rick Owens. Rick Owens. All right, so I have no idea what that is. He is a very famous American fashion designer who now lives and works in Paris. 
He owns his own company. He was never bought out by a big conglomerate like LVMH. Makes a ton of money. Is critically acclaimed. I, I want to say like I read a thing where like the market cap for Rick Owens Corp or whatever is like 400 million euros. It helps to be name dropped by rappers. Talk about the co-sign in 2016 as a fashion designer. Not just being worn by a rapper, but being rapped about, name dropped, game over. That's true. That's who drives it all. Nice dress. Thanks. I bought it at Versace. Oh yeah, Versace. I love Versace. <laughs> me too. I do legitimately want to know these things. Really? I really do. Okay. He has to talk to me all the time and he can't fucking understand what I'm saying. I just want to be able to talk to my friend, <laughs> man. That's just what I want. Yeah. So I'm like the therapist for this relationship just so that you guys can communicate. Yeah, we're, we're having a hard time. Yeah. All we can talk about is podcasts. Well, thank you, boys. Play the music. That shit is lit. My relationship to men's fashion is the way that some people are like, I like music. I just like it. I listen to it. Oh, I hate those people because they don't really like music. They drive in silence. The difference is that you have to wear clothes. Well, right. One has to wear clothes, and then it becomes something that is talked about in the world. And so if you're not following along, at least on some cursory level, you do feel a bit left out. Now, I think there's a lot of people that fall into the same category as me. You have limited information. You don't know what to do. Maybe you think Trunk Club is the way to go. Oh, my God. Tara over at Trunk Club, <laughs> she takes care of me, dog. <laughs> That's where I've landed with men's fashion. Do you know what Uniqlo is? I think these jeans are from Uniqlo. Tell, can you tell me anything about Uniqlo? Um, red, Japanese, basics, 5011 versions of jeans. You're better than Uniqlo. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I've got a Paul Smith jacket. Sir Paul Smith. Sir Paul Smith. I have one of his jackets. It costs, I think, $600. Damn. Which to me, that's... It's a lot of money for a jacket. Double checking. I thought that that was a flex, and so... Flex confirmed. Stamp that shit. Ship it. And my wife asks me, uh, did you buy that? Yeah. How much did that cost? I mean, it wasn't that much, like, you know, $3,500 or, you know. What? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Paul Smith. Imagine if you knew that he was a sir. Imagine if you knew he was knighted. Oh my God, missed opportunity, but yeah. Let me hit you with another one. If I said streetwear, what does that mean to you? Supreme. Wow. Oh. Flex. <laughs> well, how long have you lived in New York? 14 years. Okay, so tell me, tell me about Supreme. I would say hats. Nailed it. <laughs> that's actually, that's it. That, you can stop there. Lines of people. You could talk about Supreme for five minutes with someone. We need to get you to your Supreme level with everything else. Because you're. I feel like you're almost there. How does Supreme compare to, say, Obey? <laughs> to me, in my mind, they're not so far apart. Wow. Well, the reason Supreme is in a lot of people's eyes, and they wouldn't be wrong by it saying it's the best fashion brand in the world, is because they have never once sold out, which Obey, from what I understand, the whole shit is a sellout, right? Yeah, that was From Shepard Ferry. Like, that's what I'm going to tell people when I sell out. Oh, that was the whole point. That was the whole game. That no, was the whole thing. That's not 
his business. Supreme is longevity and Obey is is the op- is not. It's that's something yeah. that is not. Supreme is a five-star meal. Obey is a fast food. I don't even know because I, I like fast food, dude. But it's more ephemeral. It comes and goes. No, I don't think it's ever coming. It's done. It's gone. No, it's Marshall's. It's like TJ it's, Maxx. It's like such a watered-down middle America entry pack sun point into streetwear. It's monster energy drink. If you drink. could even really, if you even want to sully the great name of streetwear, yeah. then there's a lot of brands that since then have gone that same route. Something that, yo, I get it. People want to make money. You've got to fucking play to the lowest common denominator. So I'm not mad at that. But yeah. yeah, Obey is, Obey and Supreme in my mind, like I understand how you could relate them, but uh, as someone who I guess thinks about this stuff a lot, like I would never, i never think about Obey. This is the first time I've thought about it in my life. You've worn Obey before. No, I never, never did. <laughs> Swear to God. I'll admit to no fear. Soap shoes? I'll admit to You wore soap shoes? Yeah, dude. Soaps were huge, dude. Wow. Yeah, dude. And I'm also from New Jersey. So far, you haven't stumped me. What what else you got? Vetement. 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 Do we like Vetement? It seems like it's... This thing. Should we get into this whole thing? We can get into it. This is the hottest shit going on. This is so boring, dude. Yeah, but explain it as you would to a child. It is a design collective. All right. I know about that. I've been a part of a design collective. See, this is embarrassing because I don't even know they're based in Paris. I don't know what their nationality is. Isn't it that it's it's the dude and then there's those other people that know what it is? It's him and his brother. I can't even... Give me the mythology. I love that you don't even know. And this is why this brand is the hottest fashion brands in the world. Not that they're making the most money, but from a hype perspective, oh, it's, un- it's and unreal. Significant, it, it, I haven't seen anything like it in... And it came out of nowhere. Literally nowhere. Like if you see somebody wearing a sweatshirt with sleeves that are longer than their hand... Mm-hmm. They did that. It's this brand that is organically just generating amounts of hype that I don't think anyone has seen in this industry since... I don't even know, Raph Simmons probably when he fucking came out. Because there's been hot designers like Craig Green and all these guys. England was a huge hub because all these guys are going to Central St. Martins and they're fucking killing it and they're coming out and they're really young and they're getting investment and they're doing really well. But what these guys are doing is on another fucking level. Like just... Why is that? I have no idea why. Well, they're tapping into all these kind of signifiers that are really big in fashion right now. One of which is streetwear and like grunge and like teenage angst and all this stuff that normally feels very manufactured yet for these dudes for whatever reason they somehow are able to do it and it's authentic and you feel it like you're into it i don't know man i'm not buying it because this shit is expensive but aesthetically you're like like what i do for a living i look at a lot of like old vintage stuff like things that came out over 10 years ago and I see a lot of the references and the influences and but they kind of wear them the brand is wearing it on their sleeves like they're not like hiding it right so no, yeah. yeah so so I don't think it's the thing where I'm like oh caught you but it's really interesting I feel like if you saw it you would think it was fucking ridiculous imagine having a sleeve that purposely goes <laughs> Past, it's Six like a sock. It's like a sock on your hand. That's like that's the point. And I mean, are you supposed to look totally crackpot if you're wearing this out in the world? No, I think the ideal version is that like you wear it and you're cool because you're fucking edgy or. But the problem I have with it, or not the problem I have with There's it, there's a lot of problems with it. I, I, think, I have but... a lot of problems. Is that it looks. It's just so obvious what you're wearing in the way that, like, it, the way you're wearing a logo. It's the same thing, but it's... That's why people love it. It's $1,500, it's, and you, okay. you're a but billboard. fashion loves that, right? The fashion, yeah. people love being fashion victims in billboards because it shows 
wealth and influence yeah. and all of this stuff. So th they do like a lot of really interesting cut and sew pieces, like mismatched jeans and repur like all this stuff. But the only thing that I see people buying and the only thing that apparently stores are stocking are hoodies and t-shirts that are utilizing logos, many of which are flips or references to like other prominent things. Like, did have you seen anyone wearing on the street a gigantic hoodie with Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet and a sinking Titanic ship? I have not. That might be your first high fashion purchase. So how much is it? Can we get that on grail.com? Yeah, the, you could get that on grail.com. Uh, plug. We might need to cop that for you. Public announcement brought to you by Trunk Club at grail.com. He's, he's hugely into Titanic, the movie. Oh, this is one of the movies that you watch over and over again. Cause that 1993's Dave. Fucking way Dave. Up there. <laughs> Have you seen Dave? No. Good oh, for you. Oh, come on. You need to log on, man. <laughs> Kevin Klein? Yeah, you need to log on. I've seen other of Klein's work. Yes. But not... What we call in Austria... 1993's Dave. Yes. Unfortunately. So they're selling hoodies. Graphic hoodies, which is streetwear. Right. Incarnate. And, but they're selling... It's maybe... $1,500? I don't even know how much there. I figured uh, a yeah, resale. Yeah, it's, it's really, oh, and then, and then the th it's so limited. So one of the reasons I've also learned, they put out a t-shirt that is literally just an oversized black t-shirt uh, with a, a giant picture of Snoop Dogg. Snoop, Snoop Dogg, it's, it's a shirt that he had on tour. 1993. From so it's, it's literally the exact same graphic. The fabric is probably nicer and the fit is a little bit different. It's all oversized and drapey and fashiony, whatever. But people were complaining because the price point is like not, it's $700 or something. It's apparently, and this now applies to a lot of stuff, they license all of this stuff. Oh, it's so legit. That, so that, and that's, and then you're like, oh shit. Like this dude is not trying to rip people off and fuck Snoop Dogg and, and whatever record label. He's legit, the licensing for that must be insane, which is kind of, listen, it doesn't need to be $700, but that kind of makes sense to me. And the Titanic shit, that, that's that got to be licensed as well. That's insane. Sure. Like to, li I mean, that's, I didn't really. Can't even imagine. James Cameron right now is like, I love this shit, dude. <laughs> that moth, my favorite brand my in the world. Brand. I know what certain tastes in music, what that telegraphs. It seems to me that fashion is one of those things where once you get to a certain level, you are only communicating with people that are on that level. So if I see you wearing a certain thing, I can make assumptions to a point and then I'm out of information. I'm out of context. I don't know what's going on. Sound like my mom. Stop it right now. You just came from church. But this would be... Is that how you talk? Mom. Grow up. But this would be you about it's something I know about. Right, so... Well, but so you genuinely then you do have a desire to learn to, to then be able to converse about that? I have a real curiosity about what does it mean to be going beyond a certain level? Do you feel like you're only communicating with people in the club? For sure. Absolutely. It's exhausting, right? I think that's like being passionate. It's crazy, right? Being passionate about anything, you, you, you're into it and you love it. But like at a certain point, you catch yourself and you're like, this is fucking exhausting. That's how I feel at least. Maybe because... My my personal interests and then what I do professionally have been now aligned for so long, which I know I know I shouldn't complain about because that's like the dream for a lot of people. But yeah, I don't know. It just gets fucking exhausting, especially with fashion. There's so much all the time. And now it's like there's this fascination with archive stuff. And now it's like, oh, not only do I need to know everything new that's happening every day, but I have to go back and learn about 20 years ago. It's like insane. But, and that's where I think it's on par with music because with music, it's like- It never ends, yeah. You never. never. You could spend the entire summer studying like the Beatles. Have you ever heard of these fuck boys called the Beatles? And then have a conversation with another expert and you're like, I'm an idiot. Yeah, you're still lost. Completely. If someone came to me and was like, look, I need to know about David Bowie. What do I need to know? He died. 
I'm missing out on conversations. I would walk them through it as one would a child. And I feel that way about men's fashion, that I know there's something I do want to know. Like, it might feel tedious, but it is still interesting to me because there are people making this stuff. I've loved making stuff always. There's something about it where I do have a legitimate curiosity, and I'm having a hard time parsing what I'm supposed to know and what doesn't even matter for the layman. You know, Chris has often been that person for me where I'm like, am I supposed to actually know about this? And he's like, oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Just let that fall right on out. tough because we talk about trends like the world that we live in now with fashion and men's fashion the trendiness it's a hyper trendiness four or five years ago things were trendy and they had some staying power to the point where it's like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna learn about this new thing i'm gonna invest some money in it get a a piece or two and try this look And unfortunately, the barrier of entry a lot of times is money. Like, if you have the discretionary income to blow money on any new trend, you're very fucking blessed. Like, that's not everyone, right? I mean, it's a good life. Yeah, oh. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's tough. It's kind of a bummer. But I think that's why you see more guys just even interested and participating in the conversation because it's like... Everyone wants to, to comment and try out new stuff and offer their opinion, and these trends now are coming. It's almost like monthly. I don't even know. That's it's like, how, that's it's insane. What, it would almost be impossible to specify what you would need to know right now because it's going to be different in two weeks. Yeah, and it won't matter. And that's why it's tough to say, like, hey, these are the three things that you really need to know right now. And, yo, dead ass two weeks from now, it might be three completely new things. It's insane. And that's because of the internet, right? More, I mean, that's the reason. Oh, the whole reason is the internet, completely. So it's funny, when I was coming up, when I was trying to come up and get my foot in the door in, in fashion and men's fashion, it's like, all right, I'm going to sit down, register a dot blog spot. Register. Like it needs approval. <laughs> Go down to the DMV and get me a block spot. And it's like, okay, and I'm going to pretend that I have any reason why I should review a collection or something. Whereas now, it's like, oh, I'm going to spend a lot of money on clothes and I'm going to get an Instagram and I'm just going to put myself out there that way. And it's like, it's a completely different world of how you show you have any taste or any knowledge or any reason to have authority in this world. It's completely different. I just want to go on record right now is this guy's a hundred levels above wherever I'm at. And I just, I certified. it's only because you're in the room that it seems like I am on his level because that is not what is happening. Yeah. I, I mean, I imagine just how you would be dogging me if uh, he wasn't here. It'd just be brutality. But... No, we wouldn't be talking. <laughs> no, that's not so mean. No. I think that there's something interesting about that, that you want to participate in this world, but you don't have the impulse to make the thing. Maybe you do, and I don't oh, know well, about this. I, well, I used to. I, ma I had a small little thing that I did with two buddies where we made shoes and shirts. So I tried. I wanted to. I'm trying to think. We did that when we were a little bit younger. We were in like our early to mid-20s. I wonder if a kid coming up now, because streetwear is, is now the dominant 
form versus when we were coming up. We were making proper men's footwear in Italy and we we're making shirts in the United States and flex. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck with me, dog. Yeah, we were just making streetwear in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> flex that was informed by trends though we were doing that because we know well because we liked it we made it because we wanted to like make stuff for ourselves and then maybe make a little bit of money that we could reinvest and make more stuff but um no i had a desire to make stuff and i did for a little bit not i didn't cobble shoes yeah but you know that thing i know i'm very aware of this it was legitimate but what i think what you're saying and this is true is that that was much harder to do than oh. making some fucking t-shirts and some yeah. big cartel and both of those things are also harder than like writing a tweet hating on a brand you know what i'm saying the like, consumption of all this information that's got to be part of the drug for you yeah maybe like cocaine or something yeah. never heard of it i've heard of it in new york but it's um <laughs> but it's stronger than the impulse to maybe make the thing from scratch It's not unlike the music world where there's going to be the pitchfork writer that I'm not sure is ever going to play in a band. I definitely think that in fashion there is more of an impulse to consume and sit on the sidelines and judge than actually participate. I think in music there's probably more of a desire to actually get in the shit maybe. Maybe because it's easier to be like, oh, I'm going to fuck around on a drum machine than I'm going to l figure out how to make Gonna, shoes in Italy, right? I'm like, gonna figure out supply chain. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Even if it's yeah, even if you're just selling to like a hundred people. Today, with streetwear being fucking hotter than ever, I I feel like I see more kids trying to link me their big cartel T-shirt brand than ever before. Which even if they all suck, that's kind of tight that that's happening. I'm I'm with that. I'm not gonna buy the shit or promote it necessarily, but I think it's I think it's fucking cool. I, I'm with that. All right, so how do you think that that influences your position with something like Grailed? There's all these articles, men's fashion, the business is booming, and I can't confirm or deny. All I know is that like the service we offer to these people that really care, it's like life-changing for them. The fact that, and I know that's going to sound grandiose, but like the fact that these kids, and that's why it's called Grailed.com, right? You can get a thing that you've been lusting after forever that you would normally, in a, in a parallel universe where this site doesn't exist, it, it, it might not even, some of the stuff is so rare, it's not on eBay. And- you can't buy a new because you can't afford it or there's not enough made. And like we have all of that shit at the best price it will ever be available for. And like that to me is fucking awesome. I wish this thing existed five years ago. A rapper will come to the office or something and be like, uh, where's all the stuff? <laughs> and you're like, can I help you? Uh, yeah, these are wonderful. I'll take these. No, no, fam, it's peer-to-peer. -peer. Um, so I guess I'll just give you some money. Do you have those? Can I buy them? You can give me these shoes. You guys keep stuff there, though. We buy on Grail, like, pieces that we think have historical significance, and we have, like, a little mini showroom set up, and we'll do some personal shopping and some garment loaning and things like that. Not like it's a huge part of what we do, but we were like, oh, this is cool. We could do that. It's fun to have certain people over, and to, that's a great way to be able to to liaise with influencers. I hate that word, but that's what they are. And, and you know, people like that. Hey, man, don't deny what you are, okay? Hate my own kind. I think we should get Jay over for personal shopping. Yo, bring five racks minimum, kid. <laughs> I know you got that pod money. Right, this one might be too close. A continuous lean. Fucking trash, fam. <laughs> Yo, he's the block father. We were joking about Godfather shit before. He fathered everything. everything. 
in the online menswear, menswear. being an independent journalist, influencer, blogger, whatever. He's patient zero. He did it. He's if look at the timestamps on the blog. He's legit. There's no claim that anyone can make that they're first because he's fucking first. I lo I love it. It's like long form now. There's like longer form. It's good. Fire. We have a lot of friends that have written for Michael. Like, dude, Michael is fucking rich, dude. He's killing it. Yeah. Killed it. It's nice to see someone succeed off of a blog. Blog. I think the threat is always the bro. Then you better leave the room. The thing that's probably lobbed at you the most is that you're like the frat dude of... I was, I was vice president of my fraternity. Exactly. All right. VP? VP. Fam. I was elected. <laughs> that's crazier. By my peers. <laughs> peer to peer. Something happened in 2009 where the stars aligned where it was like the whole Americana trend popped off and there is nothing dangerous about that stuff about plaids and about red wing boots and about this trend and it was like all these dudes myself included who i feel have always been into clothes like i used to skateboard and i used to play in punk rock bands and the brands you support and this, based on what you wear is like always important so that stuff was always in the back of my head like sure. the aesthetic importance of like your uniform and stuff like that and then suddenly there's this bigger trend that happens that's like easily accessible that's not like weird or scary to get into as a young guy and that's where it starts and i feel like the broification the this idea that straight guys can care about that stuff that's like the fucking big bang of of this whole thing of of that's what cuts it loose yeah, yeah exactly I'm, people write about me like i'm a fashion expert and they meet me and i think sometimes they're surprised like holy yeah holy shit you're a fucking i don't think they're surprised they're disappointed. <laughs> I don't even think about that stuff. But that's got to be the thing that they can come at you about, right? I don't know if I've ever been super criticized. He doesn't get criticized because he's doing the criticizing. It's like, <laughs> if you, it's the same thing. If you come for me, I just don't even care. What are you saying? I don't care. You're below me, fam. If you come at the king, you best not miss. That's very true. Do you expect her to be like more infighting in this world and like criticizing of like attacking someone personally to somehow? Yeah, like when the mic's off, someone asks you about certain things, you're like, fuck that. No, no, not the, I don't know. Maybe there's got to be people that think that about you. Oh, maybe I don't know. They for never, sure they are. Oh, for sure, I, I don't. And there's never, people that think that about me, and definitely him. Definitely, they me. Should, I wish people would tell me more. They're in your mentions, bro. You're just, you get so many, you don't notice. Yeah, of course, there's people that don't like me. Don't answer your question, but I don't know if people. I don't know. Maybe when Fashion Bros was happening, this little fucking show I did for Complex, people would be like, "Oh, that's what your voice sounds like." I don't really like you that much, and Fashion Bros is, is my favorite thing you've ever done. I was so when I was talking to him about it, I was like, "Yo, this shit is amazing! Like, it's so funny." I, I wouldn't go that far, but I no, I would. I really would. I, I'm not even Thank blowing you. smoke. I was like, "Damn, this is fucking funny," and it was also really timely. That was the most important part. Yeah. And when a rapper is uncomfortable, oh, it's fire. Oh, it's so good. There's nothing better. The ones where we interviewed rappers, that was when we realized that nobody wanted to watch us, myself and my friend James Harris. Like, no one gave a shit about us bantering. So we're like, oh, we'll interject. ASAP Ferg and Migos and Migos in the bed and what it do, man. Uh, Theophilus London and Big Sean and, and then who was the best guest? Theo. Was, I thought Theo was Theo was definitely on drugs. Holy Super yeah. lit, man. Yo, know, he told the most amazing Carl Lagerfeld stories. He was a great guest. Big Sean, media trained like a fucking yeah. pro. God, oh God. ASAP Ferg, just also the nicest guy of all time. Yeah. Migos were dope because uh, each each Migo the Migos are scheduled to come at let's say coming at noon. We got one Migo. Quavo. Two Migos have missed the flight. At like three, second Migo. Finally, 
the third Migo came at like five, and they all, and every time they came, they all had like roughly two to three bodyguards with them, which I understand. Thought they would travel in a pack, but apparently sometimes Migo could be a lone wolf. And they just they come on their own, and yeah, that was interesting. What does the person that knows what Uniqlo is and wants to be cool? Like just regular cool. I'm regular cool. That's up for debate, I think, according to... No, 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 no. I am positive. I am regular cool. <laughs> Damn. Shit. <laughs> Fucking regular cool is a thing, and I am sure of it, and I, it's I me. Know. Regular cool is something that I feel is almost exclusive to New York City. Because people... Oh, true. People like you are upwardly mobile. You can buy what you need, and you're able to kind of just see things happening because you walk down the street, and people look crazy. So you can be like, oh, no, that is whack. That, I could find something that would work for me. I feel that's like Europe like that. has regular cool. Well, Europe, yeah, probably. But LA? No, hell no. Fam. No, no. <laughs> Shut down. <laughs> no, no chance. Yeah, so what you're saying, what would be like the flexation upgrades from a unique low level? Yeah, flexation is important for sure. On that level where if I just drop this one thing that people are going to be like, oh, what's up? Yeah, well, it's probably going to be Raph Simmons. Sounds tight. It's like a Ninja Turtle. Sounds tight. <laughs> All right, so what's Raph Simmons? The son of the, the solar system of fashion. Like, that's what a he's lot of He's the center of the universe? Yeah, he's the center of the fashion universe right now. So, Jay, basically, you should go on grail.com, cop a Raph piece, and just when people ask you, you know, you just say, oh, yeah, it's this Raph. It's this Raph. It's this Raph. Well, actually, Ralph Lauren, too, is always a good... To know, like, for example, what is Ralph Lauren's real name before he changed it? That's, like, a good... like a yeah. That's that's a tight little... I'm just going to guess that it's, like, Sting, it's Gordon. No. no. It's Ralph Lifshitz. That's actually tighter. You really didn't know that? Do you know VizVim? Does that, is that, like, a... VizVim? Early PC application? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Japanese, art, like, artisanal clothing brand and jo that John Mayer is often known to, to rock. You'll, you'll recognize me. I'll be coming in there, FUBU. Head to toe. Head to toe. Standing invite for John Mayer because we looked alike and... I got uh, frosted tips too. Hell oh yeah. my god, right? Hell yeah. Holy shit. And some wraparound Oakley blades. I have John Mayer standing invite because I'm a fan. But apparently, every season, because he's personal friends with the designer, Hiroki, word on the streets one to rock, one to stock of everything. One to rock, one to stock. You got that, right? That was very hot. That is tight. I've never heard and that one before. What? For real? Uh, I haven't. Apparently, off the record, there's a warehouse that has all the viz just. His personal stock. On deck. A warehouse, like, if you will? Hundreds of thousands of dollars, because the shit is not cheap. All his. I believe that. Purchased. The His Viz Warehouse? <laughs> his Viz Warehouse. <laughs> his Viz Warehouse, yes, exactly. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. I know you're tired of loving, of loving when nobody to love. Nobody, nobody. I never thought I wanted to necessarily work at a startup, but it's... It's fucking super enjoyable. I love it. I think it's fantastic. I love a small team. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know. I like a small team, too. Like, one. <laughs> That's what I prefer. One Migo. One, yeah. I'm a lone Migo. You call me Offset, fam. I'm a, I hire a lone. No, it's great, dude. The startup life is cool. It's, it's great, but uh, don't talk to me or my son ever again. <laughs> Standing invite, dude. Oh, wow. Okay, well, good. Both of you, fine gentlemen, come through whenever. I would love to bring him over there. Oh, bring me in for a tech talk? <laughs> tech talk? Sure, dude. Whatever. <laughs> whatever you want. Whatever it no, takes no. to get you in that raft, dude. <laughs> You've been listening to Public Announcement. I'm James Ellis. And I'm Chris Black. 
This episode was produced by Jim Nicholas. And edited and mixed by Paul Phelan from the Great White North. Great job. Great job. Great job. Great guy. Great job. (laughs) Thanks to Ayad Aladami. I found out that's how you say his last name. Aladami? Aladami. Hell yeah. Kanye, dude. We don't like Kanye as much as you like Kanye. Everything ends with yay.